Hello everyone, and welcome to Nightmare on Dream Street, the horror podcast where we take stories derived from my own night terrors and vivid nightmares and deliver them to all you thrill-seekers and horror fanatics out there. Be sure to support our show on Buzzsprout and Patreon, where supporters get exclusive access to content and sub-series. And be sure to check out our Facebook group. Now, without further ado, let's check under the bed, grab those covers, and take a stroll down Dream Street. In the dead of night, I found myself once again in the grip of an eerie dream. I was walking in the midst of the night through a forest, however saying to myself with each step until I became certain, wait, I know these woods. I was in the forest that ran along the back edge of my childhood home's property. I began to hear a slight noise that's ever so faint until I began to approach my childhood home I realized what the sound was. It was that sound, the tapping, which only meant one thing. He was here, somewhere. Drawn to it without any sense of correcting the impulse of going in, I ventured further. So it seemed that this time, he brought me back to the house I grew up in, but it was no longer the warm and inviting childhood home I remembered. Instead, it stood abandoned, shrouded in darkness, and overgrown with twisting vines. As I wandered through the decaying halls, memories of laughter and family gatherings echoed in my mind. But the reality before me was a stark contrast. The wallpaper peeled away in tattered strips, revealing the desolation that had consumed this once beloved home. The tapping, that haunting sound that had plagued my dreams till this very day, decades passing by, began to reverberate through the house once more. It echoed down the narrow corridors, chasing me relentlessly down each hall into every room and then back out. Everywhere I ran to, my old room, my parents, up the narrow stairs to my brother's room. Then there, as I stopped in the corner of the bathroom cowering, holding my ears desperately trying to block out that fucking sound, I felt a sense of despair wash over me. It was him, the Whisper Man, chasing me around my childhood home like some sick game in this form. It wasn't really the home I knew growing up, after I got my bearings. It was a game. A sick game that he was playing with me. This was his house, not mine. This was his house of pain. The worshipman had returned and his presence filled the air with a suffocating dread. With each step, I felt the temperature drop and the air grew heavy with an ominous foreboding. I knew that I had escaped. I had to escape to flee from this aura that had been pursuing me through the home. My desperate flight led me deeper into the heart of the house. All the doors and windows locked, barricading me inside. Down the staircase into the old cellar that I was once petrified of when I was a young child that seemed to descend into an abyss. But now, it was the only refuge from the relentless tapping and the encroaching darkness chasing me. As I descended the creaking stairs, the tapping grew louder, a symphony of tortured souls that reverberated through my very own. I reached the cellar door, 
Trebling as I turned the handle, it swung open with a mournful groan, revealing the inky blackness beyond. There, in the cold, damp cellar, the Whisper Man was waiting for me, his eyes glowing with an eerie, piercing red light like two taillights of a car, and his grin stretching imp- impossibly wide, revealing that same familiar row of razor-sharp teeth. Just like I was back being that eight-year-old boy out in the woods, I was paralyzed with fear, unable to escape the clutches of his grasp. As he drew closer, his skeletal fingers outstretching longer and longer, I knew that my fate was sealed. He whispered in a voice that seemed to come from the depths of the abyss itself. No clear words, just the ominous shushing sound, like before, but simultaneously promising one thing, to consume me, to devour my very being. As I turned to run back out of the cellar room and up the stairs, the old half-rotten wood door slammed shut with such a sound seemed like a coffin closing on my soul. But then, just as his icy fingers brushed against my skin, I was entangled, his elongated fingers gripping them around me like a straitjacket. I could do nothing but struggle to break free as I stared into the lifeless red depths of his. He pulls me closer to him, the tapping occurring louder and louder with every inch closer he became in more rapid succession like animals in a zoo. And right when he stopped advancing his face towards mine, I realized what was about to come. It was over. I whispered one thing in a choked up voice. Fuck you. Right as the words leave my tongue, he lunges his wide set smile full of fangs into my eye socket, biting my eyeball out, severing the tendon the right eye first, his gaze unwavering the entire time as he's doing it, then the left. I hear him slurp and gulp to swallow them after he gnaws out each one. And then I'm seeing my back and his body hovering over mine, crouched while he feeds. As I float away in an out-of-body point of view, Back I floated up the stairs, slowly drifting as the single flickering light bulb in the cellar dies out, and all that remains before I awake is hearing my own self screaming in the dark in agony as the cellar door shuts at the top of the stairs. If you enjoyed this episode and story by yours truly and us here at Nightmare and Dream Street, be sure to follow us on Facebook and support our show on Buzzsprout and Patreon. We also accept submissions of our fan stories and supporters get access to exclusive content and the opportunity to chat with me one-on-one and access to our Nightmare members Discord. Keep dreaming and we'll see you on next week's episode.